0: Get paid for your pad, get paid for your pad, get paid for your pad. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today we've got a great interview with uh, a host from Iowa. She's a medical school student. But before we jump into that, we are going to answer another question from a listener. And today's question
1: is from Kitty and Kitty is from Hong Kong and her question is I'm living in an area that has numerous listings already, so I'm a little bit hesitant to start up. Is it tough to post a listing in such a large market? Did it take long for you to get consistently high booking rate? So to summarize, Kitty is hesitant to start her Airbnb listing because she is concerned that there are already too many other listings in her area and she's worried that she's not gonna get enough bookings. First of all I think it's not a bad thing if there's a lot of listings in your area because that indicates that there must be a lot of demand. But even if there's more supply and demand, if if you implement all the advice that have given the book you're going to be one of the top performing hosts and that it doesn't really matter how much, how many other listings there are. All that matters is you got to, you got to be, you know, the the best, one of the best performers. And that will give
0: you a lot of bookings in the, in the long term. And the other thing to remember is when you put up a listing, you're not paying anything. It's essentially a, a cost-free activity. What you will be devoting is, is some time to making sure it's, it's well done, the, the photos are, are, are good ones, etc. But at the end of the day, if you put something up and you actually don't get any listings, it's, it's really not going to cost you anything. So going ahead and giving it a shot and trying it out is probably the best way to go.
1: Yeah, and you know, more on a general sort of life advice note, I would say that it's it's never good to make ne- negative assumptions about the things that you don't know, because this will keep you from acting and achieving results, and it will prevent you from reaching your full potential. And this is this is really this really applies to anything in life, right? Um, you got to try things and find out what works and what doesn't, and if there's always tons of excuses and and, and um, negative assumptions that you can throw out there that will that will keep you from from doing what you're looking to do. And uh, I just remember a quote from Gandhi, and it goes like this: "I don't know the result of my actions, but if I don't take action, there will be no result. I'm not sure if I quoted it correctly, but in essence. Uh, it it kind of summarizes uh,
0: uh, my my faults in this. So this is really upsetting because I'm Indian and now I see what he's doing. He's stealing my people's stuff. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> for all our other Indian listeners out there, you should be highly offended. This is absolutely horrible. <laughs> now that's a great quote, and that's exactly right. The bottom line is absolutely go ahead, give it a shot, see what you can pull off, and 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 there's really very little downside.
1: Exactly, and if you. And Kitty has actually already booked her booth, so she has all the resources necessary to, to um, set up her Airbnb listing and make it a success. And she can also ask more questions in our private Facebook group, Airbnb Academy, and we will always answer those questions personally. So Kitty, I completely agree with Zefa. Give it a go. Give it your best shot, and I'm sure you're going to have an awesome experience. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about pictures because pictures are really important when you set up your Airbnb listing. Cause when people search for a place to stay, the picture will be the first thing that pops up in the search listings. It's, it's going to determine whether somebody is going to check out your listing or not. So it's, it's definitely one of the most important things when you create a listing, and I've noticed that a lot of hosts have really bad
0: pictures. Yeah, the, the thing about pictures from a guest standpoint, right? So I can, I can understand this when I'm looking at a place is that you want, you want to really get a good feel for what, what a place looks like, what it's going to feel like. Because a lot of times you want to envision yourself being there. And when the pictures don't tell that whole story, it can leave you wondering and sort of a bit apprehensive about booking that that particular home. So I absolutely agree that pictures are probably the most important piece of the listing.
1: And you know, I hope everybody is aware that there everybody has a photography service where you can basically request a professional photographer to come to your place and take professional pictures that you can use on your listing. And one mistake that I made When I requested this service was I didn't really prepare my house very well. I didn't make up the beds and there was some stuff lying around. So make sure that before you request the the photographer to come by, make sure your apartment is completely spotless, it's
0: very tidy and it looks the best it could be. But what's the best part about the photography service? You forgot to mention the best thing. It's free. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So that this service it's it's not not only do they send out professional photographers they take the photos they upload them to your listing everything is done for you you can just add the titles right but the best part is it's absolutely free um, there are a few locations right where it's not offered but if it's available in your city absolutely there's no reason not to take advantage of this and again their interest is your interest they want you to get bookings they want you to make money. So why not use what they have and and don't worry about hiring a professional photographer or doing the legwork yourself. And don't forget to write captions for your pictures.
1: Describe what's going on in the picture. Describe the best asset that's being that's being shown in the picture. And also don't just put pictures of your apartment or or your or the inside of your house. Also think about your neighborhood. Like what's what are the best attractions in your neighborhood what are some cool spots you know maybe there's like a cool statue or like a piece of art somewhere that you can take a picture of you know it's it's always good to give a potential guest a, a little bit of uh, an insight to the neighborhood where
0: where the guest will be staying absolutely all right guys if you have any more questions about how to get perfect photos for your listing Hit us up. You can email us at info at getpaidforyourpad.com. To learn all the tricks and secrets and tips on how to effectively host on Airbnb, you can download the first three chapters of our book for free at www.getpaidforyourpad.com. And the name of our book, of course, is Get Paid for Your Pad. Today, we have another awesome guest from the amazing state of Iowa, where my sister also lives. Her name is Allie Rapp. How's it going, Allie?
2: Hey, it's good. How are you guys?
0: We're good. We're good. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about yourself. First, just tell us about your background. What are you doing? What do you do in Iowa, et cetera?
2: Okay, sure. So I'm originally from Des Moines, Iowa. Um, I went to college in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, After that, I lived on the East Coast for a while in New York City and then in Washington, D.C. I used to
0: live in Washington, D.C. What did you do out there?
2: I actually was a medical assistant for a dermatology office in Arlington. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I what were to, you doing
0: there? I used to live in Chinatown and I was uh I, I was this is when I was working as a patent attorney.
2: Oh yeah. And... I think I read that about you.
0: Okay, yeah. Was, yeah. you stalked me. I see. Okay. <laughs> Interview over. <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> All right. Sorry, so keep going. So uh and then and then Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So so then and then what it's do you, like, what do you what do you do in Iowa right now?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. So right now I'm a medical student. So I just finished my first year of med school at the University of Iowa.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Ah. Yeah. And I believe you work under my sister or with my sister?
2: Uh-huh, yeah. So your sister gave a, she's a colorectal surgeon here, and she gave this awesome talk last my first semester in med school, and I had this weird attraction to colorectal stuff. It was weird. And I emailed her, and I met with her, and we just clicked, and we've been working together since last fall. on some research projects so that's awesome
0: so basically my sister kind of runs the show therefore you have to say everything that i tell you to do perfect okay (laughs) i'm the
2: minion With that
0: being said let's kick off the interview okay Okay. so you love airbnb tell us about how you got started with it uh, what type of listing you have
2: okay sure um So initially, I think it was my sister who told me about it first, and she and I took a, we rode our bikes from Washington, D.C. to Annapolis, Maryland, and looking for a place to stay, kind of on short, you know, late notice, um, and she said, why don't we try this Airbnb thing? So we tried it out, stayed in this apartment. This lady was lovely. She was, we just rented out her room, and she was there, and um, loved the experience, super easy to do it. I love the online interface. And just the way to communicate with the host was just so easy and um, really stress free. So when we got back, she decided to start listing her place um, in DC. And then um, I don't know what kind of got me doing it. But I think it was just like, I um, needed the money and I have a boyfriend that I saw you know, stay at his place once in a while. So I had this great apartment that wasn't being used, and I needed some money. So I have a one bedroom apartment in Iowa City. Um, it's right by Kinnick Stadium. So I've got some people booked for this fall for some football games. So um, right now, I have three people staying in my place. They're doing that uh, Iowa summer writing workshop, and I just met them for drinks the other night, and they're they're wonderful. Um, So, yeah, I've hosted maybe about 10 people so far. I just started last December, I think. So I'm pretty new to it, but so far, no problems at all. And I just, I absolutely love it. So,
1: Hello. Hi, it's Jasper here.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, Jasper. Yes.
1: So um, thanks for giving uh, us the introduction. Yeah. I have one question. Um, A lot of people who start out on Airbnb uh, have a worry, and that is that Mm -hmm. people will... Either damage their property or or steal something or you know cause disturbance to the neighbors mm-hmm. or, or whatsoever did you have any of these worries at all or no
2: um yeah I definitely did I think it's kind of naive not to have those worries and um so what I do to I guess kind of a, minimize those worries is just to make sure they have all the verified IDs on their profile so that's one of my requirements. And then I also shoot the messages back and forth a couple times. I want to know, you know, their ages, where they're coming from, what they're doing here, um, if they have pets or if they're smokers or whatever. So I ask them kind of a, you know, a fair amount of questions and try to get to get a better feel for them before I um, confirm their booking. And that helps a lot. And I've turned down people just because I haven't felt comfortable with them. So
1: Right. And yeah, you may, you make a very good point. Um so on Airbnb as a host you don't have to accept mm-hmm. all in, all inquiries. You can actually choose whether you want to allow a group of guests to stay at your house or not. Mm-hmm. And Airbnb does not punish you for declining a group in terms of the search results. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: so um so that's good. And did did you have any negative experiences at all? Or I- the-
2: I have not. No, none. I mean, one lady, she baked me cookies and left them at my apartment. She vacuumed and did laundry for me while she stayed there. And people are so nice and so communicative. And maybe part of it has to do with the fact that I'm in Iowa, not in New York City or, you know, a bigger city. So maybe people are a little bit more friendly and courteous here. I'm not sure. But so far, I've had no problems at all.
0: That is awesome. So now, did I hear that right? You basically, you don't want smokers in your place? Because that's confusing. I thought most people actually wanted the smell of smoke. Permeating that, the know, drapes. That's really bizarre.
2: Yeah, it's pretty common, you know, to want the smell of smoke. But. Yeah, that's
0: what I thought. Okay, so you're in a minority group. Okay, fair yeah.
2: enough.
0: Now we've identified you. All right, that's great. So you said, you said uh, for example, you just met some of your guests the other night for a drink. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. We hear incredible stories all the time from hosts who, who, who've met people and made friends. Can you pinpoint Mm -hmm. the best thing that's happened to you since you've been hosting on Airbnb, the the coolest connection you've had or, or the coolest uh, experience overall?
2: Probably just this week when I met these, they are two writers and one of the writer's husband was also with them. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a lot of writer friends since I'm in medical school. And so it was pretty cool to hear them, um, talk about their choice to go get their master's in writing, where a career is not a guarantee once they graduate, and then just having you know the opportunity to share my experience going into the medical field, and I was telling them all about my cadaver lab and all the nasty stuff that I've done, and they loved it, and that's actually one of the girls she writes poetry, and she's gonna incorporate some of my stories into her poetry so oh wow, that, that's awesome. yeah, that so far was probably probably the highlight because they were you know younger they were my age we just got together for some drinks and we just kind of shared our different backgrounds and different passions and they said that they can really tell from my apartment that i'm really into the sciences because i have artwork you know from old anatomy books from like the 1800s on my wall and um i have an anatomy shower curtain and with skeletal bones it's super nerdy but they just thought it, they thought my apartment was the best part of their stay. They said the writing workshop wasn't that great, but my apartment was awesome. So that made me feel good.
1: That's really cool. And, you know, yeah. I've, it's always nice when you get guests that you, you know, you share some interests and passions
2: mm-hmm. and you can really
1: kind of connect with them.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: So another question, Airbnb has made a pretty big impact on my life since it has enabled me to almost travel full time mm-hmm. and i was wondering how has airbnb affected your normal day-to-day life
2: hmm uh, so I've only been a guest, um, on Airbnb once. However, every time that I'm thinking about going to Chicago for the weekend, or if I want to maybe get, just get away and go to some, you know, Amish country, um, town here in Iowa, I always look at Airbnb first to see, you know, what are the, what are the deals Um, is there going to be a cool farm that I can stay at or a cool, you know, house on the, the, the Missouri or the Mississippi river that I can stay in. And so that's, Mm -hmm. that's where I go to first is to figure out where I'm going to, you know, to figure out where I'm going to stay. I always go to Airbnb first.
1: So that's, that's from a traveling perspective, right? What about, what about the perspective from, as a host, like being able to, to rent out your place when you're maybe away and and make some extra income or.
2: Yeah, I think the biggest perk to me is the extra income, just because I'm taking out a you know a bunch of loans for medical school. And so I think it's a really great way to make money. Right. Um, and I have a lot of freedom. Yeah, like you said, who, you, who I accept and who I don't accept. And so I feel like I have a lot of freedom and a lot of control over who stays in my place. So, um,
1: so yeah. in a way, Airbnb is, is basically helping you to pay for your education.
2: Yeah. Or the ex- the extra part of me. Yeah. My living expenses. Prob- I don't know if I make that much money, but
0: For, I mean, it's probably med school is relatively cheap. I think it's like $15 a year, something right, somewhere th- around. Yeah. There. So you're-
2: yeah.
0: It's <laughs> No, but it's probably, it's, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's giving you some nice supplemental income.
2: Yeah, That's definitely. Income, right? Yeah.
0: So yeah. now I know you mentioned that, for example, you, you can use it sometimes when you like to take a trip or get away. But let me ask you, what do you do, let's say, when you're not in town and you have somebody book your place? How do you manage the check-in process?
2: So that has happened twice. Um, and so I have a lot of friends here, and my boyfriend lives here in Iowa City. So I've actually had my boyfriend let two of my guests in. Um, and so what I normally do, I just leave everything on the counter. I leave, you know, a key. I'll leave fresh fruit. I'll leave, or if I'd like made some cookies or scones for them. And then I have this really good about four page document that I always leave for all my guests. And it has maps on it, how to get to downtown, map of my neighborhood, my favorite hotspots, including restaurants and grocery stores and coffee shops and bars. Um, so I leave like a nice little welcome basket for them, I guess. Um, so then when my boyfriend or friend, whoever's left, whoever lets them in. I mean, they just show them around, show them how to work the air, the coffee, um, show them where the laundry machines are and, and then hand over the keys. So it's super easy for someone else to let them in because I basically set everything up. So,
0: that's perfect. And you, mm-hmm. what you just mentioned, that book, that's actually... Now, we, we haven't given you a copy of our book yet, but we, uh, we definitely... That's going to be coming out on Monday, June oh, cool. 23rd. But you actually mentioned something that we highly recommend, and that's creating a guidebook. Now, Jasper, uh-huh. has, Jasper has a really incredible one, but it's along the exact same lines. It's maps, oh, directions, cool. but the are really valuable tidbits, as well as, as well as sort of how to work everything in the apartment. But uh-huh. the really important tidbits, I think, which you touched on as well... Are those local insights? Because a lot Mm -hmm. of what people want when they travel, what people desperately want, in fact, is Mm -hmm. that local insight, the sort of untainted from hotels or concierges who may have deals Mm -hmm. or or things like that. So that's that's a really important piece of the puzzle. And and Mm -hmm. nailed it on the head before even reading our book. So that means you must be a genius. Congratulations! (laughs)
2: Um, Yeah, I don't know about that, but (laughs) I actually have read the first chapter of your book, and some of that stuff's on there. So (laughs) Uh,
0: okay, okay, fair enough.
2: your first chapter for free
0: that's terrible (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) but
2: i was doing that stuff before i read your chapter so
0: okay all right so you are a genius good job
1: (laughs) so ellie um mm -hmm. you've been doing airbnb for how long
2: so it's probably been seven months
1: seven months okay yeah so i'm sure like you've probably changed uh some things or over over Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. as you uh get experience and And, um, what's some of the best pieces of advice that you could share with, with other Airbnb hosts?
2: Sure. I think that, um, like the number one thing that I do is I try to make my apartment as immaculate as possible. Um, so I am a personally just very clean person, but when I you know I'm hosting I will do clean the entire bathroom I will vacuum everything I will make sure like everything is spotless and every piece of furniture is an exact you know in their place in its place before they get there so I think just like overall um visual presentation of your apartment is so important or your space is so important um and cleanliness is you just yeah I just you cannot minimize the how important cleanliness is I think yeah so I, that's
1: I my biggest agree. advice yeah I, I completely agree um we also recommend in the book that people don't economize on on cleaning
2: mm-hmm.
1: and maybe spend an extra extra few dollars to uh to hire like a professional cleaner or
2: something
1: mm-hmm. yeah the number one complaint in the hospitality business for travelers is that the property is not clean mm-hmm. so I think it's a
0: it's a really good point you're making
2: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And the thing is what uh, the other thing that the reason why we recommend it so highly and why it's so important see again you're touching on stuff in our book this is uncanny <laughs> but, the re- but the reason the reason why is because when people travel and you go to let's say a four or five star hotel Uh-huh you are expecting an immaculate room. If there's anything out of place, it's unsettling. It's true. So that if you so, see a
2: hair somewhere, it's disgusting. Yeah, right.
0: exactly. <laughs> and so those standards, you essentially need to adopt those standards. Now, if you are hyper clean, right, then then maybe that's okay. But in, in the majority of circumstances, even for people who who do a really good job, we always recommend do it professionally. But yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that's the bottom line. Is it's a gold mm-hmm. standard. So yeah, yeah,
2: and I think another key thing too is just being um, really quick to respond and, they're, and if they have any questions or any concerns or anything before their visit. I think just showing that you're there for them if they need anything, um, you know, before or during their visit. So I, I think that's that's also really important. So I try to respond, you know, within an hour after someone emails me a question or if they have any sort of concerns, so I respond right away to my guests. Right. I think that's really important just so they, they know that you you know, you're, you're not only happy to have them there, but you're responsible and you're punctual in your response and um, you're going to be a good host, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's another great point. Uh, you know, when, when a traveler arrives at your place, like, he wants to be sure that someone's there and he's being taken care of.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: The difference between Airbnb and a hotel is that in a hotel you always know that somebody's going to be there and you know mm-hmm. what to expect. You know that, like, the, the hotel staff will take care of you. That's true. So yeah making sure that the your guest feels comfortable, knowing that you are there to take care of them, is a is a extremely important factor in guest satisfaction. I think. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, yeah, and a, another thing, just to add to that too, and I think you could, you know, the communication can sometimes be too much. So, for example, the the person that I've with before, I think she just she was taught she just talked too much <laughs> i'm someone if i go stay somewhere i kind of just want my alone time and i don't really want to have to communicate with the hotel staff or the host a ton you know i just want to have it be my space and my vacation and just you know stay to myself and so right. i try not to be overly communicative and just right. kind of let them know if you need anything don't hesitate to contact me but i n- i rarely check in with them throughout a week or or anything uh, just because i don't want to bother them and right. so because it's their vacation and i Yeah. And they know that I'm here if they need anything, but I don't want to be too, too in their face with my communication. So it's kind of a fine line.
1: Great. Well, Ali, you you made some really good points and it was great to hear your story and uh, thank you so much for sharing your experience with us and our listeners.
2: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. And I look forward to reading your book
0: absolutely all right thank <laughs> thank you so much Allie it was nice meeting you nice chatting with you I'm gonna tell my sister to take it easy on you and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh all right cool you have a nice rest of your day
2: all right thanks you guys do all right all thank
0: right. you and remember all of our show notes can be found at www.getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash podcast that's getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash podcast